And there arose, now I want us to check this. And there arose another generation after them. These are the, the, the revival killers now. We have undertakers. These are the revival killers. There arose another generation after them which knew not the Lord. You getting that? Nor yet the works which he had done for Israel. They didn't know them. But it does not mean it was not told to them. The idea here, they did not experience the law. So what happened? And the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord and served Baal Lim. Are you getting that? Oh, God help us. Now, the Lord bless the reading of his weight and may he anoint it to our hearts and help us to understand it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Now, uh, our subject I think will be simple. I believe our subject will be simple. We are going to talk about, in our subject, we are going to address the generation of revival killers. Remember the prophet, the apostle was speaking out, you are responsible for your own revival. Right? So I want to talk a little about the generation of revival killers. So to we are meant as the people of God to stay revived unto death. Are you getting that? You know in the scripture says, be faithful unto death. You understand that? So we are we are to be revived. We have to have a personal revival in every Christian's heart. And the revival would not necessarily be caused by what is done that we hear about. It would make a great story. That which you hear, that which you are told, it would make a great story. It will actually bring a particular relation to you. But it would not revive you. If you yourself has no experience with the Lord, Number one, number two, or does not know the Lord. So our inspiration is the implosion in the spiritual Israel. I'm going to just explain that a little. When one throws a bomb in this place or at us, we call that explosion, right? So there was an explosion. So something may explode in the house. There's an explosion, right? But when we talk about implosion, we talk about uh, uh, that which happens burst from the inside. Normally it's caused by the elements 
that loses their wear and tear, that loses the, their work, and eventually it goes boom. And in, no, the, the, the implosion is more dangerous in the sense that whatever that which has give a burst goes into particles and cannot be recovered. So many people know that many nations during the times of wars and so forth suffered they could be able to survive being attacked from the outside. The attack from the outside can be, can be monitored. You get what I'm talking about? That's why you know even in the time of apartheid, they had to have an impimpi so that they can do what? They can slow the victory of those that are uh, 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 oppressed. Why? To help somebody. That's why you see how they do it. Now they have the FBI, the CIA, and all these kind of things. They, here we call them what? Uh, we call them... Um, yeah, no, they have, they have, they have, those people, they always have somebody. You understand? Who works with their thugs? Who is among the thugs, but is a, they, they call them one? It's a spy or another one? Undercover, undercover agent. That is the person that goes to be in the inside so that the destruction that comes from the inside, we call it implosion. That person, when they, when they, when that person works well, that person must be exactly like them. You can't be a police, a policeman and then behave like a policeman. They will finish you quickly. And this person is going to do bad things. But the, the intent is to achieve the destruction of the, of the thing. That's why when they put somebody there, they want to actually destroy, destroy the very uh, drug uh, system from the roots where it comes from. And they will find somebody who, who has connections and then who seem to go well and then, and then, and then with the police and so forth so that uh, uh, this person is trusted by the, by the, by the drug lord, the, the, the main guy, so that he can tell him all the connections they have and where they get this thing so that when they destroy them, that the entire system does not exist anymore. Are you getting there? So many nations in the world suffer a lot from an implosion more than explosion. Are you getting what I'm talking about? So the suffering that we have in the spiritual Israel, you realize that we have survived the attack from the denominations and outside. For many years. But I want you to realize the suffering we have from within. By those whom we call our own. That 
is the generation of revival killers. Those are the ones that destroys the revival. Those are the ones that brings about what we call lukewarmness. Those are the ones that brings discouragement, that brings compromise, that brings tolerance. Because this generation, they think tolerating means loving. They do not understand that love is genuinely corrective. It is the generation that has no principle at all. It is the generation of Facebook, uh, 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 what do you call them, of WhatsApp statuses, of uh, Instagram, you name them. They are generation of social media. And all the junk that comes out of social media seem to do what? To give them a spark. But when you bring truth, they will tell you, you judge them. And the scripture says, judge righteously. And the word judge in this case here means to be able to, to be able to do what? To choose well between right and wrong. To make a distinction between right and wrong. And the word judgment also in other instances means to give a sentence. So if a person, the scripture tells us not to give a sentence. But it tell, it's telling us to make a righteous judgment meaning to make distinction between that which is right and that which is wrong. Amen. From that which is good and that which is evil. Are we getting what we're talking about? And Jesus also instructed us to do what? To judge all things. Say all things. Not all people. He said judge all things. So when I'm talking about your makeup, I'm not judging you. I'm judging the thing. Because it's part of all things. Because I'm giving a distinction whether it is right or it is wrong. Are you getting what you're talking about? So we are in a very dangerous, you know, a very dangerous time of revival killers. You know, when a generation tolerates that which was not right, the next generation is going to do it. And not feel bad about it. The following generation will make it a way of life. So we had a generation of tolerance. Which has produced this generation of revival killers. And I want to tell you the problem we have is no longer from the outside. The problem we have is in the, in the message. Now it becomes a problem when I preach to the people in the message and mention the word the people in the message. That's why it disturbs other people in the church. 
The people leave the message. The people leave the message. They do not. They have no clue what the Holy Spirit told me. Because the spirit that is within them is not the same spirit that is within me. It's not the same spirit that confirms the scripture. Right in the church. Right here. They don't feel good when I mention the people in the message. They don't have a clue that the scripture says, Him that I love, I rebuke and chasten. It is because the love of the Lord is within the people in the message. Who has considered the truth? The problem is the issue of baptism. That is the issue. Because now they know the wrong and the right way of baptizing. They are baptized. And that's where the problem is. Because before a person is baptized, a person must be saved. We baptize already saved person. You hear me? We are not baptizing a person to be saved. We baptize that person because the person is already saved. How do you know he's already saved? Because the word has an effect. The word has done something in the heart of the person. That's what the prophet tells us. Is the matter of the heart. It is not the washing of the outside filthiness. The scripture says. It is the matter of the heart. So we are dealing. With a dangerous generation. Of people. That cannot follow principle. But follow their own opinion and ideologies. They follow their own way. Oh my. They are a generation of vipers, backbiters. A generation that produces preachers that are dangerous. That spells poison to the people of God. Right in the name of the message. And everybody will swallow their poison. You realize that, as the, as the apostle said, now, that Moses, his mother, had only eight years with him. And Egypt had 32 years with him. So the eight years Moses' mother was supposed to use it effectively, efficiently, productively, and fruitfully. Amen. Now, mothers, let me just tell you something that you have not clue. Sometimes there's a, there's, a, there's a stage where a child likes to be like you. When you are in the kitchen, the child wants to come and, and cook with you. When you are uh, a, a father, the, 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 the boy would want to, 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 to drive with you, to play with you, to be around you. And you would actually be sending the child away out of the kitchen. 
You don't know that is the very time of the investment. Because the child being with you is more better than sending her away. You, oh man, the devil want them young. God also need them young. So that you can instill in them, inculcate. Do you know even that the priests, they have to be initiated young. <laughs> Do you remember that Isaac being 12 years of age already understood the church order, already understood the processes, already understood how things should be done for God. Where did he get the idea? Say, Father, I see the wood. I see the altar and the fire. But where? Where is a sheep for sacrifice? Where is an animal? He could realize that something is missing. We are going to sacrifice but something in 12 years of age. Jesus, the promise, the real promised son, in 12 years of age, he was sitting down, oh my, correcting the mistakes of the Pharisees in the temple. Now we have got children who does not even know the church order. We have raised children who does not even know, oh my goodness, who Adam is. They have no clue about main characters in the Bible. They have no clue who these people are. They don't understand, they have no zeal, they, they have no desire of the Holy Ghost. You see, when I was young, when I was just 10 years of age, I had desire to speak in tongues and prophesy. Already by that time, in Sunday school, we were already speaking in tongues. We were already prophesying, interpreting tongues. By that time already, we were already preaching the gospel, serious gospel. We were already going house to house, telling people that Jesus is coming by that time. Just two years later from there, there entered a generation of tolerance which, oh my, which produced this generation of revival killers that we have. You know, when, we, when I say you keep the revival, what do I mean? Let me just show you this. As long as the soup pot is hot, the flies will play away from it. But where it gets cold, it, it, it gets lukewarm, the flies even fall into the soup. Because it's getting cold. So to maintain the revival, you have to keep the soup hot. That's why the scripture speaks in our time. In the book of Revelation, the Lord says, Oh my, you are neither cold nor hot. That, that state of, of lukewarmness has allowed many things to enter 
into that which was clean. That state has allowed, has tolerated, has compromised the truth that we believed. It is, that's why the Wednesday services will not come like Sunday. It tells you that these people have no clue that what they said. Hmm? When we wear t-shirts, no, on, on Wednesday, it tells us how do we take it. We are disrespectful to God. Maybe we serve two different gods. When we come on Wednesday, we will not have the same order that we keep. Many other days. Do you, do you understand that these children are looking, you think they are not looking? And they are going to do what they saw us do. And when they do it, it will be worse. Because why? Because we do not keep to principle. It is very easy to divert from, uh, from principle. And have a good reason why it happened. That's why you realize on Wednesday we do not have the people playing here. Why should we have them on Sunday? Why should we have them on Sunday if we don't have them on Wednesday? Because it is more reasonable not to make it during the week. So we serve God at our own appeal. At our own time that suits us. We do not follow God because there's a principle here. We have got what? An appointment with God. We must be about the, our post of duty. You understand the kind of generation we are living in. Yet we produce... We, 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 well, yet we, what we proclaim, we profess the rapture. You realize, let me just tell you, many churches in MSA will find it more difficult to make it for the rapture than just a Pentecostal. Because with the little they have, they are holding on to their principle. They believe it with all their hearts. This people here has got knowledge to tell you that which is valuable and that which is more, not more valuable when it comes to God. Do you get it, saints? I'm trying to bring this to you so that you understand the kind of generation you're living in. This, there cannot be a revival. There cannot be a manifestation of God. There cannot be people knowing their God when the, our, the approach tells us that we, by the approach we insult the very presence of God. That's why you realize that the two sons of Aaron had to die in the presence of God. Because it was what? A generation that God would never want to see it proceed to another generation. They had no respect of the presence of God. They have no respect of the, the word of God. They have no principle. You get me, saints? That is the generation we're living in. The way it is set out. You can't come solve problems. Let me just tell you about Catholics. Catholics, saints, Catholics. 
They, they, they do the principle of Catholic and they master it. That's what they have. It's Catholic. Methodists, Lutherans, they are sticking to the principle. When you come, they do things according to their principle. In the funeral, you will be there, you will be doing their things. It is them. You should know when you are among them that these are Lutherans. These are Anglicans. These are Methodists. You will know that they are Methodists. They are not going to compromise because you are there at that day. They are not going to change their principle. Whether it is a funeral, whether it is a wedding, whatever it is, they will do it according to their program. They master it. Now we have the people who say they are saved, they are called out, they are going to the rapture. They must inherit the land. Yet these people have no principle. They think they will approach God haphazardly. The devil has fooled you people in a message. You are fooled by the devil. Praise the Lord. Are we understanding what we're dealing with now? It's time we get back to God, people of God. It's time we seek the place of our sincerity. That's where the first love is. So that the, our iniquities can hurt us. We have got a generation that is not hurt by their iniquity. They know about their iniquity. But when they are doing it, it does not hurt them. They are free. After the iniquity. Even in their prayers they will not even mention it. Knowing exactly what they are doing. That this we are doing but it is wrong. They will go on repeating it and repeating it. How did it happen? Just one appointment on Wednesday. Made you to skip the church. The next you came. The next you came. The other one you didn't come again. Start with a small seed. Don't you know that everything that grows big starts small? It starts being small. And it grows to be big. Praise the Lord. Think of it. If you have a ministers of, of backbiters, people who would be pleased to talk about another minister or another brother and, and then kill the influence or the character of that particular person. The assassinated character. The engines of hell in the message. The revival killers. You understand that? They don't even they don't even care. They don't understand. They think they are winning a person. You have damaged that particular person. It's an implosion. What you have done to that sister, what you have done to that brother, will never be corrected. It would need a zeal of repentance for that person who has been done that particular thing. They don't understand we're dealing with souls here. And the souls don't belong to us. They belong to Jesus Christ. It's not about, that's why when they came to me, when we started the ministry, when they came, I said, no, we don't want you. We don't want people in the message. We went outside so that if this is the God thing, it shall stand. 
send agents even in our church to try to destroy this ministry. He failed. That's why we will never tolerate such, not anymore. We find a person backbiting, that person is no longer part of this ministry. We expel that person immediately. We understand the value of souls. You people have no clue what it takes to look after souls. That is the responsibility the Lord has given me. And as a shepherd representing the Lord Jesus Christ, I must make sure that any wolf activity is destroyed. Because the implosion is dangerous. I was able, you see, by the grace of God, to stand the attack from the outside. When these ministers were actually attacking me, character assassinating me, I was able to take it until the agents came within and start destroying from within. Many people left this church not because they wanted to leave, it's because somebody said something that was not supposed to be said. You understand the danger of implosion? That's how it comes. When, when, when the devil has found a church that is sincere, that seeks the Lord, he will find a way to bring his own things. They have been trying many years by their character assassination to ensure that they kill my influence so that the people are not saved. They thought they are protecting their little groups, but they were destroying other people also. That's why their houses went to ruins. All of them suffered. And all of them had nothing to show for today. But this ministry is still standing. Amen. And God is keeping it. Amen. And is growing it. And I say like, like Isaac, that I have left them too long. This one they can't touch. Amen. Not no more. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. This revival kill us. We go outside because we have a gift that is confirmed by God. We don't have a problem to make. When we make a revival, it becomes a revival. When we go out to do a soul winning campaign, it is a soul winning campaign. Amen. Because we seek one soul. And in all the revivals I have done, there is a soul that came out of it. Amen. Amen. And you need to look at the quality of the people God produced in this ministry. You need to understand this is not the work of men. This is the work of God. Yeah. Why? Because we will do everything to ensure that anything which is not the word is cut out. And we do not give it. And not anymore. We will never give it any chance to grow. Not anymore. Praise God. Amen. They have done that. I remember all of them, they did that. Taking a lie from my uncle. And then it went out. Then, 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 then Pastor Matibela took it. And then, and then spread it everywhere and speaking about it in the church. I had no meaning to go take his people. I had no meaning to go influence his people against him. I was busy with the work of the Lord. We were going outside, men of God, you know. 
Every day of my life, I was leaving my wife there and we were going outside because the children, the children were still young. I was going outside there and then preaching the gospel, going outside there, meeting, making uh, uh, home sales and so forth. Yet, on the other side, they were busy gossiping, backbiting me, telling people a lot of nonsenses. Then the ministers had a, had a, uh, had a, had a meeting there where Brother Matibela was actually, uh, 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 Pastor Matibela was actually uh, uh, staying next to uh, he, uh, uh, Neville Hill with Pastor Shalik. And I told them that I'm not going to work with hypocrites. They smile when you are around as if they love you. When you, when you just get away from them, they backbite you. And Pastor Shalik told them that all of you go and fix this issue before we deal with this issue of, 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 of gathering together to ensure that we have a library here. Then he came to my house to apologize the lie and the rumor they were spreading around. And after he apologized, he went back to his church and said, I apologize to him. That's why today he does not even have one church. He served under another minister. All the churches that was placed in his hand, they fell because of the heart of a backbiter. God can never, can never have a servant who is a backbiter. It's dangerous to souls. Tenezel, he failed. Velcom, he failed. In, in, in what do you call it? Virginia, he failed. He can't have it in his hands. He does not know why. He has to go back to where he messed up so that God can help him. Yes, and tell the people the truth. Yeah. The lies they have been telling all along. Mm. Mm. That's the same thing with Brother Ali. Who hated me for no cause. No cause whatsoever. When I go to the funeral, whenever they are there preaching, that they will actually talk about me and even swear. He will curse me in the church. And Brother Eric, Brother Matsini and some, they will say, keep quiet, don't do anything, my brother. Just leave them. And I will listen to the advice. They told all the lies. You see, but I could take that one. But until the devil comes right in the church, we could take that one. Where is Brother Ali today? Where, where, where is all these people? You see? Brother Tibalomasis came to here, here in our church. He made a testimony. They were attacking him in the message. He even felt like going back to Pentecost. I want these people to hear this and know. And I accepted him as a brother. I worked with him as a brother, as a great friend. His wife, before they got married, hated me for no cause. Because his pastor preached about me and he hated me. Whenever they have a revival and any pastor would actually invite me, that pastor would actually say, I'm not going if that brother is going. You call me a brother, and yet you're not coming. When the prophet say, if you feel like isolating your brother or not being in the presence of the heart of the brother, you have hatred, you know you must repent. The hatred he planted in these people of his church. 
And even now, if you go check him, he holds nothing in his hands, Pastor Lady. Why? Because of the life that we're living, they have no principle of the message. When we have the word principle, if you have an issue with your brother, go fix it. Amen. Go meet the brother and fix it. In Brother Tibalo's wedding, they wanted me to talk. And he said that he can't allow me to talk. Because his people said that I don't believe the message. I asked him, what did I say? What did they say I said? He has never come to me as a minister. Pastor Matibala entered between and said, my brother, please go fix it with the brother. He never came back. Generation of revival killers. These people have no clue that they are dealing with the souls of God. What they care about is their own interest. Not the interest of the word. The interest of the message itself. Their backbiting spirit took them nowhere. And yet they are continuing with it. Painful is that Pastor Jebalomas is also is, has followed on, on the same way of deception. And way of perdition. He followed them on that way. When he took them, I worked with them, we had a group of ministers, I worked with them as great friends here since. You know what I did with these brothers? How I supported them in their revivals and so forth with a great heart. Supporting my brothers. But they came against me and the people that, that we said, that I said. For, for, for a reason I don't know even today. They realized I do nothing. They went, both him and Pastor Cock and his wife, they went to Pastor uh, uh, Kumalo to go back by me. Tell Pastor Kumalo, leave this man. They claim they married better than me because they are married white wedding. They don't know it's the demonic way of getting married. If they don't know that, I can show them by scripture. You come with your western way, you think you, you, you married the better way. So how are you married better than me? Come, show me. I have more than 23 years in the marriage. Man, check my family. Amen. My kids still have mistakes like ours, but check my family. Check the families that follows me, not only on the, in on the inside of the church, even on the outside. Check them. That's my testimony. Amen. They went to tell him, leave this man. You can have opportunities. You work hard, leave this man. And Brother Kumala told them that I am what I am because of that man. You have no clue how I came here. They even collected the pastor, Pastor Nguya from, from, from Zimbabwe to convince Masisi that you want to convince brother, uh, brother Pastor Kumala that you want businesses, we will help you. But you are far. As long as you work with that man, he will not help you. Kumaro did, Pastor Kumaro did not take their bite. Did not bite their, their hook. Generation of revival killers. It was tolerated by the veterans who had no knowledge of God. And therefore the generation came, they continued with it. I feel sorry for their members who are in their churches. Because they can't even hear those people God don't speak through them. This church did not start by a breakaway. It went out as a revival. God drawn every soul that is here. God drew those souls. Amen. 
don't go convince people against their own pastors and so forth. I don't do that. A person that comes here, the heart drawn that person here. Amen. Need to get what we're talking about. Whenever we meet everywhere, they smile with me. They greet me as though there is nothing wrong when they know they have got things. Moses was telling me uh, they had a, a meeting, a revival in Sabah. This, this false revival study they have, they say this is a revival, which is not a revival. They will make a revival there and then invite the people in the message to come preach to them. If you make a revival, go there when there's nobody. Don't invite people. Get the invitation. Invite the people outside to come in. So that we see the works of your hands. The problem is you already invite the people and already backbite on, on a mission, on a missionary work, on a mission to seek for souls. They were there, Brother Moses was there. They were on me and on Brother Moses speaking against the church. How will the people even come to your church, brother? How will you actually win a soul because you try to win soul by poisoning? Killing on the inside. It's an implosion. I want you to understand why I'm talking about it. It's an implosion. It's something that is not happening from outside. Now we have a problem with the people in the message. It happens from the inside. Hmm. It's, it's, it's a lie that started with God. How can Sister Masis, or rather, the wife of Pastor Tibalo Masis, I want to be specific, speak a lie that she saw me in a mall Hugging and holding a sister by hand in the mall. Am I that stupid? That I'm, I'm hiding to do something and then go in the mall and do those kind of things? Are they for real? And all this lie, everybody's believing it. The people in the message, you're supposed to say, don't do that to a minister. Why don't you go and fix it with him? She's thinking a lie and saying she saw me. And I tell you, she knows it's a lie. And God will hold a responsible one of this day. She knows that God has already started holding a responsible. Already now. And all these people who are still all saying all these kind of things about me. You know what happened? And about this ministry. You know what happened? Check them. Check their lives. They turn out that they are the ones who are actually doing this thing. So they use me as a shield. They do their things and they use me as a shield. It's a generation of revival killers. They kill the spirit that are supposed to carry the message and help the people to go to the rich. Now that these people are filled with politics, they do not have the word of life, the word of God does nothing in them. It has no effect. They have lied to themselves that it does have an effect. It does not. If I come here, saints, and speak about ministers and then cut them and talk bad about their, their, their lying rumors about them and so forth, you will have nothing. You will have nothing. And it will not help you to go further until I stand here again and apologize for those things. That's why Apostle Luck said, you know what? Tell the sister. Tell Sister Maria to take them to God. And you do them also. Take them to the lawyer. Say that. 
He said that many times and I left him. With only a lies. If I can tell you, everybody knows. How the sister has been the example in the church to young sisters. She contributed so much to this church, even to the message, more than even one of these ministers. They have done not even a half work that she has done for the message. They have no clue. They just have no clue. If people just come talk nonsense to you and you agree to it without actually investigating, they are talking about your brother. They are talking about the brother. That's exactly what they did. Roman Catholic. They tell, tell them that they stole the body. His disciples stole the body. There's no resurrection. That's the, that's the work of the Catholics. The great backbiter, the snake. And now the devil has no little snakes in the message. To implode within us. People, I must talk hard. And I'm bringing it in the message. So that these people may know it's on public. Yeah. If they have a problem, they must come. And they must bring me a proof. I have no problem to have an interview on Facebook publicly. They must be able to stand also for what they have done. To show them that it is not what I did or what I did not do that helped me stand. It is what Jesus Christ has done. The things you do or did not do, they will help you with nothing. If you glory in them, it means you are not saved in the, in the first place. So how, how, how do you come to a brother with the kind of a spirit? And I'm, you see, I'm mentioning it by name because I'm not afraid I'm telling the truth. Amen. If they feel like this is a lie, let them come. I'm saying this because they have started a lie again. Because they see that the Lord is doing a great work there. Now the devil is beginning something here. So I'm destroying this serpent before it goes anywhere. Listen to my preaching. Listen to them all. And understand the anointing that comes into it. I don't go around here trying to make uh, a sermon to, to make people happy and to try to punch people and pet people in the back. No, I speak what the Holy Spirit is giving to speak against any sin whatsoever. Whether I did it or not, I have to repent. Nobody's above the weight. Amen. Praise God. Amen. What is the scripture saying to you? When you have a problem with the brother, what are you supposed to do? Are you supposed to stand on a pulpit and beg by the brother? Go around and having some spry backbiting your brother? Some can stand there like my brother John they stand there, they see what these people are doing, and they are tolerating and compromising with it. They have no clue that I am not a people's a pleaser. I'm not going to seek favor from people. I have a gift, I have a calling. God sent me. Amen. Amen. You can put all these things aside and bring people if you want to see it, church. Bring people who are truly really sick. People who are going through problems, you know that. Let them see the hand of the Lord that is upon his weight. Amen. So now I follow that way. Amen. 
Hallelujah. Them that sin rebuke before all. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. You need to understand how dangerous it is when a, a, just a young person or just a, a, a new uh, born person who comes in, who's supposed to, to bring happiness and joy to heaven, is given a poison so that the work is destroyed before the person goes anywhere. How they told the, the young people in the university to say that I raped them? How evil can people be? And I told nobody about this. You don't know about this church, right? Sending ladies to me to try to take me off. They are brothers. They say they are saved. But check what they do. Is works of gangsters. They are dangerous. They are protecting their interests. They are dealing with their own things. If we dealt with the thing of God, why don't we follow the God way? They want to gossip about my wife, the most respectable woman. I respect this lady. I honor her. She's a great woman, a great mother, a lovely person. Because your wives are getting up and down, talking too much and gossiping. You think my wife will do that and go around and so forth. Come on. I know her since she was young. She was, she was little. She's always been quiet and away. All these gossipers and backbiters can't come close to her. Stressed with nothing. She's a better psychologist than I do. He's a social worker. You bring them all past the square so they can help them out. What are we talking about here? We're talking about principle. If principle is ignored, poison comes in. You understand how this, how this comes? That's why these people, the scripture says they did that which was right in their own sight. Bring the scripture there, my brother. Everybody just did everything. They think, oh, oh, okay, no, we have this problem. Let's, let's do this about this. Let's go this way about it. Where? Where is the scripture about that? Where is the verse about that? Glory to God. Amen. I have 40 years. I gave my, the, my heart to the Lord 40 years ago. 40 years. I want you to understand that. Let me speak. It's 40 years ago. And I do not, let me just tell you that if you have no, understand, if you have no clue, I do not regret even today. All challenges came, and here the scripture says, We will stand. How do we stand? Jesus Christ is the rock where we are standing. You can go to school, go to my teachers, to your schoolmates. They will tell you my exceptional life that followed the gospel. You can go to the university. This is not a joke. What God put upon me has produced a lot of ministers in the Pentecostal ranks. Some even in a message. Where were they? time. What were they doing? In those days, there was no key 
living in Israel. You get when there is no king, everybody does what they want. Because we all need to follow a king, Amen. right? Amen. And follow the monarchy system. This system tells us that we are subjects. All we need to do, it is the will of the king. Amen. Not doing our own things. We do the will of a king. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Oh my, thank God. The Lord, he used me so much that there are families loving one another get together. Even though they are not even in a message or in a political society. Loving God. Loving each other, overcoming the challenges. I've been doing all the counseling services and all marriage things and so forth. And then a brother came to me one day. He says, Pastor, I want you to help me with these things. He was going to get married. He said, Okay, I want you to help me with building marital counsel. I said, My brother will be free. Get me at my house this time and so forth. The brother didn't come and I asked the brother, What happened? They told him, no, there's no such a thing as marriage counseling, premarital counseling. Do you know what happened to the brother? He didn't spend six months in his marriage. He divorced this woman. He didn't spend even a year. They stopped him from doing something right. And these people think that they are, they are not going to account. The scripture says, we shall all come before the judgment seat of Jesus Christ. All of us shall come there. And Jesus will never miss a thing, my brother. Will never miss a thing, my sister. For everything we did on this, in this body, whether it be good or bad, wrong or right, we are going to account, I tell you that. You better be ready for that time because it's coming. To tell the Lord who sent you. That's the first thing. Who sent you? Amen. You better go tell the Lord who sent you in the first place. Who told you to say certain things in the first place? Amen. People need salvation, saints, and we hold the truth. Our brothers are inspired by the same spirit that inspired those brothers of Joseph to sell him. A jealousy Envy and evil spirit. They have hearts that can do iniquities and never get hurt about their iniquities. Never feel bad about it. There is no notification that shakes them to say, hey, you have iniquity in your heart. Fix it, my brother. Fix it in time. So church, I'm pleading to you today. Check yourself. It is time to fix your inequity. Deal with them. Tell God what you did and you knew it was wrong. But you continue to do. You see, these people have already been a mob in a message. That's why when they had a convention, they would bring the little mob. This one will bring the five that is in his house. The other one will bring the five that is in his house. They've never operated as a church. We operated as a church from the beginning. We didn't have to bring anybody or invite anybody to make the church look big. 
when we have uh, ministers from the outside and so forth. Whether you came or you didn't come, it does not make any difference. Get what we're dealing with? You leave a church because you think somebody is bad. You go into a church of what? Of perfect, of angels. In the first place, where is your Christianity? If you leave a church here and you go to another church, where is your Christianity? The scripture tells you, firstly, that in order for you to be cleared of your history, you need to forgive your brother. Otherwise, your Christianity is false. They are encouraging you, encouraging you wrong. That's why we see these divorced ladies and so forth appear on Facebook wearing all the nonsense and all the scraps from rubbish are saying to them, you beautiful, you look nice. And the sister is motivated by that. Come on. I can rise from the dead if such kind of people will tell my wife she's beautiful. To come and tell them to delete that thing. We don't need a motivation from Satan. We don't need a motivation from a lower class of people who does not know principle. They are lower class because they have no principle. We have a message that has a principle. And this message is monopoly truth. It, has, it can produce truth for you. So that you can walk in the light. Walk in truth. Walk in Christ. How do, you, how do you sleep at night when you have a grudge? When you have a problem with a brother? It means you, you're not going to the rapture. You're not intended to go to the rapture. You realize if I know that I, I have a problem with the brother, what I'm going to do? I'm going to ensure that that is cleared out. Before I sleep. Many know it's there already. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Hey. Amen. It's a generation of vipers. Generation of implosions. Generation of revival killers. People cannot hold to truth. Because before they try, something comes that is evil. Amen. You hear these people, think of it, when a person says, make a statement like this. Yes, we pay tithes, but we're not paying tithes out of uh, compulsion. What is that? What is the word pay means? Or bring means? It means it's a commandment. It's not asking questions. It's not asking if you can or you cannot do. It is the word that seeketh for you to act. We pay it. We bring it. They themselves don't pay. That's why they don't, they don't pay tithe. If I have to tell you the truth, Pastor Matibela asked me to write for him uh, 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 a little note, uh, notes on, 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 on sonship so that he can give to Pastor Tibalomasis. So that he can try to submit because he's taking his church, he's forcing him to, to, uh, to, to ordain him in Bluefontein. Turn those people against his pastor. I did write it. He saw it and he told me about it. 
Because the pastor deleted all my names and things there, and he wrote his name and he sent the thing. He didn't want to read the thing and explain to the brother without actually sending him Because now he does not understand his own son, understand my writings. It's a joke. You can destroy the gift of God. You can destroy that which God had. They tried to speak against Moses. To try to do away with Moses. But God stood with him. And he saw that Moses would actually be in the program as long as God wanted him in the program. That's why I never seek it. Look for friendship in the message to try to be pleasing to be accepted by a particular community. Come on, there are many people that can accept you. Don't tell me about these people who are hypocrites. They are hypocrites, is exposed, and God knows about it. For He says, I know thy word that thou art not neither hot nor cold. The problem with the person who is neither hot nor cold. When you tell him that you are cold, he says, no, I'm not. When, I, when you say you are hot, he says, I'm not. So that person cannot move nowhere. Mm. Praise God. When they go tell their lies and rumors again, let it be true. But I tell you, saints, and everybody that is listening to me, every one of them will still account in this world and the world to come. They need to understand I care for the souls. When a sister in the church says, I want to grow. Where can you grow better than here? In a message, tell me. Come on. Where can you grow better than here? You go into churches that are, that, that, that are split. Churches that are there unlawfully. Where the prophet told that the Holy Ghost is not in that thing. It just lodges. Then I told the sister, go well and in peace. When the pastor asked me, I see the sister here many times. I wanted to ask you if the, everything is fine. I said, no, it's fine. Everything is fine. Accept her. Please. She's a nice sister. That same sister going around, Sister Gladys, she went around, going around there to the people, telling the people bad things. Telling the people to come out of this church. When he just meets a person, she just meets a person, what, you are still in the church too? You are still in that thing too? They gave her hatred for no cause. They have killed her. They have destroyed her soul. They have not looked. People, what I'm saying is sensitive yeah. and sincere. Amen. How long? Do you know how long it took? With every false influence they brought against Pastor Lark. And now they are suffering of the same things that he has been preaching for a long time ago. It is the problem they are experiencing in the message now. It was nice because they wanted to have numbers. Now where is the number? The number is people that has no principle. People that goes nowhere. That has no biblical and word principle. Or messagical principle. Oh, yes. hmm. Revival. Kill us in the message. 
A generation that has no intent to have truth. A generation that is intending to mess up. Now you'll hear after this message, I'll hear many messages, uh, many calls, hey, my pastor, uh, what about this? And then I, we hear this and so forth. Come on, don't even call, don't waste your time. You had time to do it long time ago. You didn't do, and now you are starting to continue with it again. I'm on you. I'm on you, and you know I'm telling the truth. Because everything that, I, that I'm telling you, it has got witnesses. It has got truth. Amen. Praise the Lord. Let's read a quote with that. I'm closing. My sister, you come in a very hot time. You're an eagle. An eagle take meat. An eagle take meat. We have to face the eagle with the, the, the right, the serpent. Come face to face with it. You do what? And bruise his head. Face to face. You think I, I, I'm trying to, to make somebody right and wrong. No, 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 I'm not trying that. I told many times that I'm the worst peak that the Lord has saved. I'm the worst one that the Lord has saved, but God saved me. <laughs> and I appreciate the salvation. Amen. That's why I do not go out and attack people on their weaknesses. I do not go out with telling rumors and lie about other pastors. I don't do that. I preach against error. You know that. When I hear error, I will correct the error. Because the prophet says, it is when you do that, you are, you are about your father's business. That is an apostolic work. If they didn't know, they didn't know that. Let me just send you some quotation, my brother. Before you sleep. <laughs> Let me just send you a quotation, some quotation. We read the quotations together. Amen. Amen. I care about souls. I don't even care only about you people. I care even about them that are outside. Them that are actually given these things. With the false humility that you see, uh, you, you found them and when they speak, hey, my, my brother, hey, my brother, whatever, that false humility can come and lie to me with that thing. We know true humility. Yes, sir. A true humility is the word, is in the word. Do according to the scripture. Amen. Do according to the scripture. Mm -hmm. If you are humble, then submit to scriptural principle, scriptural ways. Do you know what God said about the Israelites? He says, Moses knew the ways of God, but Israel knew the acts of God. The scripture says, so you know that? That's why you realize the Israelites did what they did. Because they did not know the ways of God. Because if you do not know the ways of God, you will choose a wrong road. When it comes to the word, I've been like that. My wife knows me even before that. When it comes to the word, I don't care who you are and who they say you think you are. When you are wrong, you are wrong when it comes to truth. But if a brother has a weakness, I will pray with the brother. I'm not going to laugh at the brother, that the brother is a drunkard. I won't laugh at that, that the brother is a fornicator. I won't laugh at that. 
I will pray for the brother. I will help, I will help the, the brother. I told him how this thing began. It's not because people saw what, it's because somebody told the lie. You know the problem with the rumor? You don't have to do it. Somebody just have to give people a picture. You just have to say that thing. Somebody. You don't have to, you don't have to have done it. And that thing stays in people's mind. And I want to tell you, so when you preach, when you pray, people want answers. And they cannot find answers. They, they cannot be helped by your prayer. Getting that? Why? Because these people has been poisoned. The revival killers has, has come to those people. Praise the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Uh, 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 media, I sent you something there and... Uh, I said you something there. Let, let me just read this quote quickly. I'm going to read this quote uh, from the angel of the Lord. The message the angel of the Lord. And then, and 50. Paragraph 50. I'm going to read that. I'm going to take you through quickly. I'm done. All I'm doing now, I'm reading quotes. Alright? People of God, I'm saying this to you, be sincere. Do not allow these kind of things to affect your life. Even a thought. You need to understand the people who are thinking are two people is God and the devil. All you need to do is to reject and accept. You are not, you are not a thought generator. You are a thought receiver. All you need to do is to receive and to entertain a thought. God would not hold you responsible for the thought of Satan that passed by your heart, by your mind. The problem is when you take that thought and entertain it. We are now talking about the rapture. You need to ensure that nobody gossips about somebody to you. Nobody does. There those particular kind of things that you go even to the letter system. To ensure that you follow that truth according as the prophet has told us. You need to teach it to your children the same way. I'm going to baptize this young lady. She's 10 years of age. She's 10 years of age. 11. She wanted it when she was 10 already. And I realized that I'm taking too long. You want a baptism too, sister? Amen. The word convicted your heart. It's not politics. It's the weight. Praise God. Amen. The child said, when I asked her why, he said, she said, Pastor, I, let him know, I need the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. I need the Holy Ghost. I, need the, I can't do without the Holy Ghost. Amen. It tells you the content the little girl is getting. Praise the Lord. She has a great mother and a great father. Who believes in the principles of truth? Amen. That's why you, you see they want these things. You get what I'm talking about? Praise 
Not generation of, of, of revival killers. The, the revival would have been killed in this little baby. But the lady, the young lady has a revival. So we're going to baptize. Just after Saturday, we baptize, right? There is a revival in the heart of a young lady. 11 years of age. There's a revival going on. Because the young lady wants the Holy Ghost. She needs the Holy Ghost. She understands the importance of the Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord. That's why you see the angel spoke to the prophet when, she was, when he was seven years of age. Knowing that the person like that knows right and wrong. And told him already, thou shalt not smoke, thou shalt not drink or defile your body in any way. For I have a work for you when you get older. Now the message, these little children must be messed up their mind with all filthy politics. These things are, we call them implosion. People, I already told you the danger of implosion. When it destroys, the thing it destroys can't recover. You need to understand the reason why I have to be so hard. It's because a life is at stake here. We're talking a life, a soul of somebody. Because I can't have another soul to die in that state. Another soul to die in, in, in a fallen state. When a, when a child falls and a, a brother or sister dies, having wrong things, wrong ideas, wrong minds, I believe when they get to heaven, the Lord is telling them, now you know that, that, that all the time you have been receiving lies. Do you know what the scripture says about a person who tells a lie or who falsely accuses the brother? They don't have principle. They talk about pastor, uh, the, 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 the denominations, uh, organization, and so forth. When there are people there who understand principle. So I raise sons that understand principle. When a person does not take my principle and the authority that the Lord has given me, it's not a son. It's a, a revival killer. Because that person cannot be transformed by the preaching that God is bringing. And won't take instruction. And that person will never become like me. When I say be like me, it's because I know the principle that we follow. Amen. It's not because I can, because God gave me grace and mercy. Amen. So that the revival is kept alive. In the, in the hearts of God's people. Let the revival be kept alive. And I tell you now, you know that you have to work out your own personal revival. So now I'm telling you that don't let any man take your crown. Hold fast that which you have. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. We are governed by the weight. In every family, I was telling families, be governed by the weight. It goes beyond what my feelings are, what my, my wife's feelings is. If the weight says something, that's what we follow. My children will tell you, we can disagree with something. 
After that, now we go on. Because we know the weight has got priority in this house. And the atmosphere must be of that weight. Praise the Lord. You understand, man, that God gave me. Praise God. Amen. And as the atheism is on the march and so forth, and the churches are falling away, now listen to this, and getting what? Oh, but now you have to come, you have to run this thing. Let me say this to you, my dear brother and sister. Now I want you to understand when you see the same spirit operating the same way. Right? Other people think you shouldn't call somebody's name. You should. The scripture did, Paul did, Brother Branham did. Why not me? Amen. If you receive me as what? We need what? Now, I am not discrediting anything. That's what I want you to understand. I am talking to you from my heart. What am I saying, Brother Brennan? We are having a lot of protective meetings. Protective. Protective meetings. But not no revival. You understand what protective is? It is the things I'm telling you now that are going on that I'm still talking against them. I'm judging all these things. Not the people, but the things. Glory to God. Listen to this. We are having great men out. Right? For instance, Billy Graham. A wonderful man, Charles Fuller, Dr. Diaz, Gondor, and many of the, uh, of the other that I could call, Heyman Eppelman, and many great men. We are having great. There's also Brother Roberts, Brother Freeman, my own meetings. Amen? Yeah. Meeting Brother Brennan also. You get it? We are having great crowds, but no revival. We are getting people to come out, maybe and stagger along and confess and go back. But what we need is an old-fashioned breaking up, tearing down, rooting out revival that starts in every what? In every home. You have to work your own revival. So church. I didn't say God, I'm a, I want to speak this way. No. As an inspiration, as a matter of fact, you'll never know in your life whether it was me or God. When? You have to have trust Amen. of the man that leads you. So that that which he preaches will help you. Judas never trusted Jesus. That's why what Jesus preached never cleansed him. That's why Abraham, after lying to the, to the king, the king was sent to him so that Abraham may cleanse him. So you think you know a secret or something about a pastor that somehow just make the pastor a bad person in front of you. So that you can't ask for prayer. So that the pastor can't help you now, no more. 
Do you know what, my brother? Pastor Mopeti, that's one principled uh, pastor. I, I know long in, in, in Pentecostal uh, industry, or in Pentecostal, I call it industry. I can't call them church anymore. So now, I love him. <coughs> you can point out wrong things, but principally he has. A sister comes from another pastor. Now the sister wants to be in, her, in his church. The sister begins to tell where she's coming from and all those kind of things. And she tells him the experience of another minister who abused her, raped her, not necessarily raped her rather, but sleep around and want to do all these kind of things. I don't want to say much of the things. The things that are bad things that he was saying, he said, the person that, that actually invited me to come to this church, as I want you to she knows this. And she also can attest to this. They were by the door coming in and he had to speak to them. Do you know what the pastor said? He said, dear daughter, I have heard what you said. Now, because I am now going to be your daddy, going to be your spiritual father, I'm going to be your leader, I will help you from the suffering and the stress that you suffered. But I am going to ask you something. Never say this to anybody else again. Never, never tell it to anybody else again. You told the minister, I will go and sort the minister out. I will talk as ministers. But I don't want you to find yourself in a curse because you are talking about a minister like that to everybody. Amen. He called them and told them, but I, I hear your story. But it ends here. Amen. I am now your dead. I will go sort them out. Myself, I will go talk to him and tell him that you have now people that came to my church because you didn't hold to principle. So from now on, please, hold to principle. So that we don't have people talking about pastors doing this kind of things. Do you understand what kind of a principle that is? I respect him for that. He didn't say, no, I'm getting people. So expose him, expose him. Let's go tell it to everybody and mess his name up. Do you know the pastor was actually doing that? That pastor was actually doing that. But today the pastor is in line and he's serving right. He's not doing these things anymore. Amen. Why? Because another man did not find an opportunity to correct the assassinating. He found an opportunity to help the brother and say, let's hold hands together in the work of the Lord. Because we are here and there's what we call repentance. It's principle. We have to have a generation that understands that we have got scriptural principle, we have got church order, doctrine, COD, they call it that way. The conduct. Praise the Lord. That revival my God, and sweep through the city. And they close all bootleg joints and everything else and straighten the things up. God 
see, not just walking up and making a confession and going back and it's no revival. Mm. Are you seeing that? Go on, my brother. That's just a fall. It's a lukewarm condition. We need a real revival. And God help us to have it. And when you see these clouds gathering, that doesn't mean the revival. That's just a gathering. I want you to hear it's the prophet that says it's not me. But a revival is when people get really right with God. When you go break a scripture in a tent or in an open air, is that a revival? How do you get right with God when you break a scripture? You have wasted your money and your energy to make a tent. People must get right with God. Pray through. Go on and on. And start a revival throughout the city and everything. You see? They put away sin. Put away their iniquity. And then turn to God. Turn around and start back again. Start what? Back again. The road now. Now, I trust it will be that way in the city. Is what? He says he trusts it will be that way. I trust it will be that way in this city. I trust it will be that way in the free state. Amen. Praise the Lord. Leave the operation of spiritual gifts now. We'll come to that. Hallelujah. Amen. Do you see what the prophet is saying, saints? It's exactly what we were saying. Let's take, does God ever change his mind about his weight? Can I ask you that question? Does he ever change his mind about his weight? We say, no, 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 no. Now I must do it differently now. I was wrong there. God is never wrong. He may permit you, it's God's permissive will, to do something. Don't think God is okay with it. Because you feel like you are succeeding and everything is going well. You see? God never changed his mind about this will. Paragraph 111. Though I speak with tongues of men, and of angels, though that I have, a, I have gifts, that I can move mountains, through, though I can give all my goods to feed the poor, I am yet nothing. Many will come to me in that day and say, Lord, Lord, have not I prophesied in your name? Have not in your name I have cast out devils and die done mighty works? And I will say unto them, Depart from me, depart from me, ye workers of what? What is iniquity? It is knowing the truth, but you continue to do against the truth. And you feel good about it. You know you're not supposed to do that, yet you do it. Like the brother. I was confessing right here, what the people have been saying about your pastor is wrong. I do know. I've seen it. You don't know what happened. Something has happened and then it changed. <laughs> the same person who was saying that here, uh, te testifying here, the same person whom this ministry gave a platform is going out again and saying, it is so. Do not trust the brother. The scripture says, Never trust the brother. He will utterly what? 
supplant. It will backbite. It's Jeremiah. I will say unto them, Depart from me, you workers of iniquity. I never knew you. You remember that generation? The scripture says, It is a generation that did not know God, right? So, people of God, it's time. I take a responsibility because the prophet says it will take a man that will bring a shaking. That is determined to bring a shaking. Right? A man like Phineas with a javelin. Who does not care to be loved or to be hated? As long as God knows the truth, that this is the truth. That will help the people never to fall for the poison that we see here. Nobody will just beat this woman down again. Amen. This devil, we never we have to tell him, you won't beat her down again. Amen. Can't kill her revival no more. She's revived, she stands, and she shall succeed. And the hand of the Lord will walk with her. Yet they come with a confession that they have did it. But Jesus said they were workers of what? You know what? Because when they did that which is wrong, they thought it was good. They started to entertain evil. And they believed it was good. That's why all these things happen. You get what I'm talking about? Let's go quickly. What is iniquity? Is something that you know and, should, uh, and should, uh, you should do. That's right to do, and yet you don't do it. You see that? See what's going on, what's, uh, see what's uh, going to be in the last days? Do you see the prophet is telling us what is going to be? Hear the whole line. That was my purpose tonight. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Oh my. Let's just do anointed ones at the end time. Anointed ones at the end time. What is iniquity? 190. Ask somebody. It's something that you know you ought to do and you won't do it. They know that weight. They hear it. You are listening to this tape. You are listening to this message. You see the Lord's God say so. You see him confirm it. Make it true. And you know this is just as plain as the sun is shining outside. But that hold, but, but you that hold on onto your denomination and hold on to those false things. You worker of iniquity. Oh yes. I had a great campaign. I done this. I done that. Said, you depart from me. You worker of iniquity. I never knew you. You waste your time trying to do revivals and tents and so forth. Knowing that you have iniquity with you. The people don't know where to start. You know where we start? We start at home. Fix it at home first. Fix it with the brothers first. Before you go on and then you want to have openness, when Brother Ram wants us to stay there on the uh, priest to people and make an outreach service, 
The Holy Ghost told him, hey man, you are representing me there. You just told a lie. Go fix it first. Then the prophet did not start He did not start with the revival tents. He went back to the lawyer and said, Forgive me. I have done wrong. Amen. I told a lie and said I was not there. When I was not there, I was just tired. Amen. I am sorry. Hallelujah. Glory to the Lord. That's where you start. That's where revival starts. If you want to start a revival, start it where it's supposed to start. Many the revival in the message must start from me. You know what? They have issues. They have issues to resolve. Whatever they try to do, it will never come to something. It will never mean anything. Why? Because they start at the wrong place. Begin at Jerusalem. Said you depart from me, you workers of iniquity. I never knew you. Well, the Holy Ghost fell on me. I don't doubt that a bit. You know what he said? <coughs> I don't doubt that a bit. I spoke in tongues. I sang in the spirit. I done this. I done that. I, done, I don't doubt that a bit. No question to that. See, that's not our question. The question is iniquity. Revival Jesus. Are you getting that? It is through iniquity that the revival is dying. Are you getting that now? Amen. And iniquity brings implosion. Implosion. Not explosion. Because the explosion that came outside, they never, never affected us or any shaken us. But it is shaken today, people, because of this which is happening within and among us in the message. Amen. I don't doubt that a bit. Amen. Oh, brother, sister, what kind of a condition? This is a trembling time. Where are we at? Where are we? That's what he says. This word is coming to life now. Notice. That word is coming to life. Yea, he said they would do that. Notice. You workers of what? Of iniquity. I got a scripture right down here. I don't know just where it was. I took so much time. I have taken so much time. You understand that? Amen. Uh, where, where, where we at? Amen. Amen. Just a minute and see what it is. I got it now. Matthew seven twenty one. Is that right? 721 22. That's what it says. Right? Amen. Not one that saith unto me, Lord, Lord, shall enter into the kingdom of heaven, but he that doeth, he that what? Doeth is not a speech. Because the people in the message they are good in speech. They tell you, love your brother. Love it. That person is hating so much, having grudge. Grudges, he does not talk to families. He has got uh, grudges with this one, unresolved issues with that one, hating that one, gossiping, backbiting that one. And the person will be saying, love your brothers, love your sisters, come on, shut up you snake. You bring poison to the people of God. You kill a revival. It's not what you say. 
That is going to help those people. It is the way, the will of God. Doing, doing, doing. He that doeth. He that doeth. He that does what, church? That doeth. Not he that saith. He that doeth. The will of my Father that sent me. But he that doeth the will of my Father which is in heaven. Many will say in the, to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied? Prophets. Anointed ones. You see? That's right. Wasn't, uh, wasn't we a prophet? Wasn't we anointed? Anointed ones? Have not I prophesied in thy name? In thy name have not, cast, uh, uh, have not cast out devils? How can you do that? And refuse to be baptized in Jesus' name? See? Oh my. See how deceiving? Right up to that very point. Then drop back. They go back. They go right up. On, uh, to the weight, then drop back. Now, watch this. We get this out. Just a minute. Many will say unto me, Lord, Lord, have not we prophesied? We have been prophets. I want you to see what he's saying. He's pointing out this revival killers. And now, when you follow that, you become a revival killer too. It's a blind leading the blinds. You seen that? Yay! I spoke that. I spoke of that in Matthew 24, 24. You see? And in my name, cast out devils. And in my name, done many wonderful works. You see? Then and then will I confess unto them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you that work iniquity. When it was put right before you, and you seen it, and, uh, and seen it moving, seen it, it, it was the way. And for you, for your denominational sake, you just held into it. You see, people just come, they know what these people are doing is wrong. They, comp they, they, they compromise. You know why they compromise? They tolerate it because it is for the denomination. They want loyalty to a denomination. They don't want loyalty with the weight. Our loyalty, church, it must be with the weight. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And for the universe, I say, and you just held on to it. I never knew you. Go on, brother. Amen. I don't care how many devils you cast out, how many you did this and that. I knew nothing about you. Balaam said, I prophesied right in your name. It came to pass. That's exactly right. But when it came to the word, you refused it. You understand the word and what the word is. You understand what I say? People need to be conscientious. Amen? Their conscience must be awakened. <laughs> Their conscience must, they must be what? Amen? Whatever that is, that's exactly what I'm to Amen? I said it right yesterday, but today it does not come. <laughs> oh, brother, see, the receiving part. You see, the receiving, what is the receiving part? Not prophet exactly, but with the weight. It's not a pastor. It's not a problem. It's not this. No. It is the weight. The issue is how you handle the weight. 
How do you how do you approach that weight? You get it? Now listen. True weight, vindicated weight, made manifest. You workers of iniquity. You see, realize that we get more workers of iniquity in the message than anywhere else. Because the message we preach is vindicated, manifested. God backed it up. Try. Satan has tried in all ages to impersonate the true word. We know that, don't we? We know. Notice, come up to the borderline and quit. You see? Look here. He said in Hebrews, the sixth chapter. Now, we was reading a while ago. What did he say? Where are we now? What, did, what paragraph are we now? 190. 193, yeah. That's where we are. Amen. Don't go further, my brother. I just want us to finish. Let's just read another quote. The, 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 the place where we read, it has got so much a lot about that. God's provided way. Paragraph 32 only. God's provided way. Let's see what the prophet is saying. One day, at a pool of Bethesda, God had provided a way for them. At a pool of Bethesda. A little later on, there was a man come by. If they laid in his shadow, was God's provided way. Are you getting it, Peter? Amen. Tonight, he's got the Holy Spirit here. Which is God's provided way, proving it. That's right. Separating from sin, taking away all the iniquities, and healing the sick and the afflicted. God's doing it. God's provided way. It has to come by the way, for the way is spirit and is life. So all we need to do is to get our notifications right. All we need to do is when God says this, that's what he says. I can't go try to solve it out their own way or try to do it out their own way. I told you that the scripture said, and the prophet says himself, where the, 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 the bride will not persecute the bride. Right? Right? Whenever we see persecution, we know it's not the bride, it's the enemy. So today is not a persecution, it's correction. It's to address the error that goes around. Yeah. Iniquity is that they know they're supposed to do this and they don't. They know they're not supposed to do this and they go on that way. It does not affect them. When somebody does something that is contrary to the way, it does nothing to them. As long as, I don't know whether they get satisfied. Oh, I said it. <clears throat> Praise God. Narcissists in the message. People who rejoice in inflicting pain and seeing somebody tortured. Hitlers in the message. Dangerous people. The people who came up with the, with the principle of apartheid. They are the same people who are doing this to you. Because they have no clue. That's why they are blinded by leverage. They have no clue that these things are damage to the people of God. 
So I want to just lift up a voice and tell people in the message, run for your life. Go back to the message. Come back to the word. If the message was returning us to the word, why don't we stay in the word? Why don't we follow the principle of the word? Let's come back to the word. Let's go find a revival. Let's go do what is right. Let's go understand that we are still brothers. Let's go shake hands again. Hug each other and say I was wrong. My brother, let's get away. Let, let's get away from it. Let, let, let's, let's drop this. Let's drop this. I was wrong. Let's go out and tell the world that Jesus has bring us together. For the seven thunders will bring the bride together. Praise the Lord. Amen. It will do it by good the right teaching, the, the, the prophet says there. By what? A right teaching of mysteries. It will bring about the word of love. When your heart is touched. When you can't do it no more. You sigh and cry for these abominations that are done in the message. In the name of the message. When the soul of people are actually being poisoned. Let, let us stray into perdition. These people, they didn't do it. All of them, check them from the time of Moses. Everyone who did it, did it in the name of God. Moses, you are not the only one who is holy. We are holy also. These people are also holy. They speak as though they are standing for the people. They are not standing for the people, they were standing for themselves. It has happened that way until the New Testament. It has been going on that way through all ages. In the last days, repeating. And somebody must cry to the bride of the Lord Jesus Christ. And tell them in the East, spiritual Israel, avoid implosion. When you see it happen, get away from that place. It's contaminated. Yes, sir. Hallelujah. Because they will destroy you. And no one will help you to come back. You will be gone, forever gone. People of God, I so wish you can, you can open and see my heart. When I see souls of people who are supposed to be testifying, standing up with God, where God's supposed to actually be supporting us like he did in the times, but people are just religious, they're just the church, proclaiming to be the end time message believers. <coughs> but these people, are poisoned every day using the Bible and the message as a scapegoat to do that which is wrong. People, we must come back to the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. The Lord bless you, church. God bless you, everyone that has come to listen to this service. And those who are connected, God bless you. And you get saved. Who you are still connecting, you are not come to church. You get saved. You must repent. You must be converted. You're supposed to be ashamed of yourself. Come to church. Amen. God bless you. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God.